Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we drink a new little fun bevy. And this week, it's one of your guys' favorites. It's shooting the shit. We're just shooting the shit. It's We're talking to our girlies. It. <laughs> it's having fun. It's yeah, casual. It's cash. You know, we've we really taken this and ran with it. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> a few of you guys are like, we love this. We're like, great. We're like, this is great for us. Well, because it, this podcast, behind the scenes, it is a lot of like, we really research that shit out of these episodes. Yeah. So if you're like, you just want to hear us chit chat. We're like, oh, we're my like, God. God. Oh, that saves us like three hours of time. So, well, you guys, if you, if you do love these, please, please let keep, us know. Keep, keep letting us know. Keep piping us up because we will give you more <laughs> we'll of these. We'll keep doing them. Um, and at the end of the episode, don't worry, we're still playing our game, which is Would You Rather? Oh, um, yeah. And you guys know you can always write into the show with episode requests if you have like a question, you have what, some advice. You can feel free to email us at amidoingthisrightpod at gmail.com or DM us at amidoingthisrightpod. Nat, what are we drinking? We are drinking. We, we are, are drinking. drinking. We Oh, hey. Um, okay. This is called <gasps> That looks like Natalie. I, it's called Hum H U M M Probiotic Kombucha. Is it watermelon flavored? No, it's oh. uh strawberry blossom. Oh. I don't know what that's gonna taste like, but oh. that's what it is. It's Whole 30 approved, and that is in the biggest text they could have chosen. I think Whole 30 might have sponsored this drink. I mean, why else would you put it that Whole 30 large? is almost bigger than the name of the beverage. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's so huge. It says it's absurdly tasty. I actually opened it and I could smell it from oh. just opening it. But it has vitamin B12, 2 billion probiotic cultures. Jesus Christ. Okay. 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 Mm. Mm, okay. We will circle back at the end of the episode. There was something I wanted to talk to you about. Uh Uh-oh. And it was this morning. I was like, oh, next time we do a shoot the shit episode, I want to talk about this. And then I forgot what it was. Was it one of our trips? Maybe we're on one of the many characters who has appeared on our... Oh, no, it wasn't. But this does remind (laughs) me of something. Okay, well... If you're a longtime listener, you will know about our random celebrities that we would... Corinne's... Is um, mine is the guy from Glee who was in the wheelchair. Yes, and G Easy, and G Easy. Well, yeah, G Easy is the whole thing. And then yours are Charlie Puth and uh, Benny Blanco. Benny Blanco, who I recently saw both of them. Yes, so I think it's switched now. So I think you're getting. I think they're on your. I time saw them on the same though. night. Were they together? Uh, uh, yes, but I I saw each of them individually, and then at one point they were together. Where were they? At the SZA concert. Oh, I that's was in like right. the VIP that's area. Right. Yeah, I yeah, saw yeah. I saw Charlie Puth, and then I went backstage to meet her. And then Benny Blanco was back there. You know, it, it's it's hard. It's absolutely impossible to miss Benny Blanco. You cannot if you see this miss man. him, even though he is very he's short. very small. He's a tiny little. He's man. a tiny man. You are not gonna miss him. <laughs> you know what I realized? Okay, Charlie Puth is. I always like I um, worry about talking about celebrities on like at all because of whatever my situation. But I've just realized the vibe of Charlie Puth is somebody you hooked up with at a party one time. I never want to see them again. 
and you never want to see them again. And then they, but they're always around. And you're like, fuck, remember that one <laughs> night I made out with Charlie? Why is he here? You know what I mean? Yes. He kind of has that vibe. I'm like, did I hook up with you? Yeah, it's like a weird, like, what? <laughs> why are you everywhere? He just like has that, he's the dude that you hooked up with one time when you were too drunk, and now this man won't leave you alone. And now he's just there I all don't, the I don't know time. Charlie Puth. Obviously, I'm sure he's very no. nice, but that is the vibe I get. I'm it's like, like an energy. It's an energy. Yes. And I don't know why it makes sense, but it does. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking I'm about. Like, fuck. Like, when you're out with your girlfriends, you're like, oh, my God, you guys don't look, but Charlie Booth is here. That was like— And they're like, ha-ha, remember that time? You're like, fuck, I know. (laughs) I think I told the story about the curse of Ryan Farouk on this podcast. No, maybe you did. I think I did, but it was a long time ago. And then I'll circle back to my new random celebrity. Oh, yeah. Now that Charlie and and Benny are are on your time. They're on your simulation. My simulation, okay. Yes. But the curse of Ryan Farouk was my freshman year of college. I was in an advanced writing class. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you're about. And this kid handed, we were doing a peer review, and this kid handed me his paper. It was truly the worst. And then you obliterated him. It was the last day of class, and I was like, I'm never going to see this dude again. I, I might as well. Are you good? <laughs> <laughs> Corinne's over there, like, writing a novel on the uh, on the table with her fingers. <laughs> I'm not good. <laughs> okay, get <laughs> uh, So, <sighs> are you fine? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Don't worry about me. <laughs> Just over here writing my story. The rest is still unwritten. You know, I was writing obliterated. I was writing that out. Oh, the word obliterated? Yeah, I think that might be a symptom of OCD. But anyways, continue. Oh, that you're right. Your little writing thing? Yeah, where I like, I start I start writing. Well, I feel like you do, it's a nervous tick. Yeah, but. Because you also do it with time. You start doing times. <laughs> you like start calculating Four. times. Yeah. And I can see you like under the table, like <laughs> writing times down. <laughs> I should talk to somebody about that. <sighs> okay, anyway, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I did obliterate him. Yeah. Ding, 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 keyword. Not, truly, it wasn't in like a mean way. It was just in a very honest, like, I, it was just short of saying, you need to redo this entire thing. <laughs> right. It was that bad. But I thought, I'm never going to see him again. Constructive criticism. Tell me why he was in at least one of my <laughs> classes every single year, every single semester for the rest of my college experience. And then my senior year, I went first semester or whatever, all my classes, and he wasn't in any of my classes. And I thought, he's dead. The curse is broken. Oh. (laughs) Guess who moved in down the hall from me? Yeah. Fucking Ryan Farouk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, moved in down the hall. That's that's the Charlie Puth vibe. Yes, where you're just like, how? Yeah. How? Yeah. You're still here. (laughs) Yes, totally. (laughs) The guy that you're just like, why Why can't he disappear? I know. And it's nothing against her. No, it's, it's just some sort of weird it's the vibe. vibe. It's the vibe. I don't know him. Sure it's like great. an awkward sort of like, we. I totally get A it. A weird like familiarity, but like, I don't want to. It's just uh, weird. We've never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. Okay, who's the um, new celebrity? My new random celebrity is Coach Beard. Oh, from, um, from Ted oh, Lasso. You've, told, you've said this before. You said you've s- seen him. Have I said that on the podcast? I think I've told you. You might have told me. But yeah, I see him everywhere now. And he goes to my Pilates class. <laughs> That's so funny. 
<laughs> That's where you told me you see him. I see him in Pilates, but I, uh, he must live somewhere near me because I've, I've seen him like four other times. I do think it is true that like, okay, and this is such an L.A. People are going to be sitting here like, I've never seen a fucking celebrity all the time. It is an L.A. thing. But I do think you have, if you live in L.A., you have like your certain celebrities. Yes. Like our friend Connor, Sean Mendez. This man. He's seen Sean Mendez. Sean Mendez at the fucking gym. The at coffee the coffee shop, shop. Walking down the street. Like literally. At Gelson. Yeah. He's like, him everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, it'll be like Sean Mendez. And I will say that it's a, a thing living in L.A. Like if I see somebody, I text our group and I'm like. Just saw so and so. Yeah, I'm like blah blah blah. I, I yeah, Gal Gadot at Target. <laughs> yeah, the last celebrity I saw next to, if we can call Coach Beard a celebrity, I saw Rebel Wilson just on a walk the other day in my neighborhood. Oh really? And I was like, oh, walking a dog or just she was just walking. She was oh. doing a little hot girl walk. Oh my god, good for her. her. Yeah, yeah, my last, you know, my last sighting was Ben Affleck and Olivia Wilde. Right, on the plane. right. Which we did discuss. We did, we dis- did discuss. discuss that. So I don't know who my next one will be. <sighs> I thought on my plane to Alaska, I did see the guy from Glee, was not him. But I did. You thought he was on the plane to Alaska? Yeah. Oh, you haven't updated the, you should update the girlies on Alaska. Oh, guys, I went to Alaska for Joe's 30th. That was his dream realized. And to see, we the goal was to see the Northern Lights. Right. And to see the Northern Lights, you have to kind of go to the middle of nowhere. Right. You know, the middle, the Where middle of nowhere. There's no, there's no artificial sunshine, light. There's no nothing. There's no street lamp that no. can dampen the view. So for me personally, I would say it was definitely a Joe trip. I'm so happy to have been there to support his dreams coming true. I don't know if it was a trip I needed. I would have personally... It was very cold, right. extremely cold. Yeah. And it wasn't like we were in the most beautiful part of Alaska. We were kind of in like this very barren, you know, rugged, like middle of nothing. Middle of nothing. Like it wasn't like, oh, the the, the views are right. And know, stunning mountainous. No, vibe. it was like it's very like flat, flat and like trees. Yeah. And snow. <laughs> period. But we did see the northern lights. And which is great because sometimes you can't see them. Yeah, and they were, like, fully, fully out, once in a lifetime. I'm not going to complain about seeing the Northern Lights yeah. at all. Um, and I did go dog sledding, which was interesting. It's a very uh, active sport. Like, mushing. you have to be active as well? No, no, no. Like, that, like it's a whole thing. Like, the, the people who do the dog sledding, it's their full-time profession. It's There's leagues. There's—I wasn't really aware of that. Oh, it's a sport. It's a sport. Like, the, the women are musher. This is what she does. This is her full-time job. Here's a question I have. I asked about the ethical implications of it. Is that what you're going to ask? No. Oh. But what are they, just for the listeners? Oh, I mean, she was like, I literally take the best care of my dogs out of, out of anybody. Right. And she was like, they like to run. <laughs> We're also like, sled dogs are like bred. Like, that's their purpose. Yeah, they're work dogs. Yeah. And they enjoy it. And like, just all the precautions she takes to make sure they're not injured and they're healthy and they're eating the right things and all this stuff. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to—I'm not a proponent of it, but, well, you know, here's this is this woman's life. Here's the thing. To have a happy dog—and this is what I think people don't understand when they go, like, adopt a husky or something, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, they're just, like, super cool, whatever. They don't realize that whatever dog you get, you have to be able to 
tend to the needs of that breed. Mm -hmm. So, like, huskies, malamutes, like, the sled dogs, they need to literally pull a sled. That's what they've been bred to do. Yes. So it's and if you don't allow them to do that, they go insane. That's why a lot of people they have they get bit a lot from huskies. Well, it, huskies jump fences, huskies shred shit to pieces because it's like they need the activity. Yeah. And then huskies get dropped off in shelters a lot too because they didn't they're like, "Oh, this is way too much." So it truly could be that these sled Send dogs— Send them up to Alaska. This woman loves her dogs. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. And they're probably so happy. They were so sweet. They were so And they're cuties. just, like, running through the snow, and it's, like, so much fun. Yeah. Whereas, like, Ze- like if if you made Zeppelin pull a sled, <laughs> I'd say this this was— This abuse. is animal cruelty. <laughs> That's cruelty. Because he—bulldogs—well, French bulldogs were bred for literal nothing, for companionship. To be cute. Literally to be a bulldog that could fit in a bag. Okay. Because in the French Revolution, women had to go work in—or the French Industrial Revolution. They went to Warehouse. go work in lace factories, and they were gone all day long, and they were like, I would really like a companion. And everybody had English bulldogs, and they are like, oh, they're too big. So they started braiding them down to French bulldogs so they could come to work with them. Oh, my God. And that's why they're just little companion. They just want to hang out. But you know what? If you don't hang out with them, they start getting. Well, that's when we when we are when we do research episodes, <laughs> Natalie and I have to zoom. And I swear I was telling Natalie that I think he associates my voice with the loss of your attention. Yeah. Because he does start crying and like <sighs> he starts panicking. He starts like doing all this shit. And it's like so annoying because he doesn't do it. Because I also have therapy every week on Zoom. Doesn't do it then. I think it's me. I think he just, <laughs> we'll just like, you know, be chatting, talking, and he's like, you know, barking at a wall. Like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, we've hung out literally all day. Yeah. But anyways, I don't know how we got onto the, oh, the question. I said, I have a question. And then you said, is it the ethical implications? And I said, no. It was about Alaska, the Northern Lights. <sighs> but now I don't know what the question was. Well, I'll just say that if you want to see the Northern Lights, feel free to go to Alaska, but maybe try Iceland or somewhere else. Yeah. Um, I do want to go back to Alaska in the summertime. Oh, you have the question. I remembered the question. Okay. It's off topic, though. That's totally fine. I don't need to talk about Alaska. I've been to Alaska in the summertime. Gorgeous? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Stunning. But again, cold. Mm-hmm. It's bright all day. No, no, sun never goes down. What is the question? I'm nervous you're going to forget it again. The question is, <laughs> I don't understand how horse racing mm-hmm. is a sport. Because it's similar with the dog thing. Because I'm like, how is the human? Well, I, I did ask that question. I oh. was like, well, um, I said, do you have to? Because, you know, the weight of her sled she has to, I'm like, it's kind of like a hiker, you know, they have to, every ounce counts. Right. So I thought it was kind of like that. I said, oh, so you kind of have to train too. You have to, you have to maintain, I mean, I hope it didn't like trigger her, but like a certain something? weight so that, you know, she was like, nope. I said, so you can get, you can be as heavy. It doesn't matter. She was like, Mm-mm. I'm like, it seems like you, that would be, you would be accounting for like, okay, my sled weighs this. They can pull this. Right. I need to be this. I need to maintain this so that they are. But she also, she said, no. Doesn't it like, doesn't it like depend on the dog? Because it's like, I feel like you she could have stronger dogs and least less stronger dogs, and she knows one, and they're placed certain ways and all this stuff. Right. 
Because, like, with, with, like, equestrian racing, and I'm not saying this at all to, like, diminish. I know it's, like, incredibly hard. But I don't understand. It's, like, isn't a lot of it have to do with the actual genetics of the horse? And, like, how smart they are and how easily trained. I think it's, like, you and the horse. Because you got to be doing the right kicks at the right pulls and all that at the right time. Right. You know, we don't know how to ride horses. Like, that's what we couldn't do tricks. Oh, there's no way. Even if the horse could do tricks, we wouldn't know how to do the trick. Right, right, So we got to train ourselves to be in alignment. Right. I think it's more spiritual. Yeah. You need to be aligned. It's like, like, how do you judge, you know, a relationship between a horse (laughs) and man? (laughs) I think we're totally (laughs) off. I told you it was off topic. No, but I think we're totally (laughs) wrong. Like, I know. There's someone who's, like, in equestrian, like, these bitches are so fucking dumb. I mean, you could also judge by like the the how high they can jump. Like they have those. That's what different... I'm saying. What do you mean? Like it can't. Not be... all horses can jump certain heights. I know. That's what I'm saying. Some are gonna win more because they can jump higher. Well, they've been trained, right? But even if they were trained, like maybe they have like two inch longer legs. But or that's something. like people, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, married to medicine. <laughs> yeah. Learn to medicine. Oh, you guys. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe we should get off the topic of animal um, racing. (laughs) Animal sports. Because this just seems like a recipe for disaster. And I definitely don't want to be locked in as some type of (laughs) sympathizer, you know? Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm actually, when you guys are listening to this, we'll also be gone again. Because... Oh, yeah, I have some you can news. announce. On May 23rd at 8 p.m., Beach Shazam is coming back on Fox. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to go shoot Beach Shazam again. Uh, I'll be gone for like a month. We shoot that show in Ireland, you guys, if you didn't know. Yeah. But you know what? I think the first season, I think you were still shooting it at CBS. Of our show? Of this show? Yeah. Yeah, probably, definitely. Of Beach Shazam. Mm-hmm. And then only last season it was in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Now we're hitting Ireland again. Hitting Ireland again. <laughs> but after Ireland, I think Joe and I are going to, we're going to try to go somewhere for just like three days. So we've been looking into Greece, into Italy. I was like, I need to be warm. Do you think? I don't know. I, I'm over the whole, like, you guys know my little engagement psychosis. Right. I'm not over it because I did make a wedding planner. Um. Google Doc that shared it with Joe yesterday, so I guess I can't be fully over it. <laughs> but I, I, I'm fine with whenever it happens. Okay, okay. I mean, that would be better timing. Like at least it wasn't in Alaska. Thank God it wasn't in Alaska. Because <laughs> a part of me wanted it to be in Alaska, right? And I was like, oh, that would be so under the northern lights, right? No, 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 no. no. In no. retrospect, no. I would have been so cold. Yeah, you gotta be, it'll be warm, the sun will be shining. Yeah, I don't know where we'll be yet. We're still, like, deciding, but that would be a bad, definitely a better place. Right. Than, um, than, than Alaska. Right. For sure. So, I feel like the listeners are really getting a taste of how my brain works. Yeah. Because I'm on a whole different topic. I'm great. I'm excited for it. Because I've been meaning to ask you, but I always forget. Yeah. Uh, the sunshine gummies, did those work? Oh, <laughs> my sunshine gummies. Hmm. So for backstory, L.A. had a wild winter of rain. Complete blackness. Every fucking day. No sun. Not like 
it was it was actually alarming. How yeah, no, it was in the sun. news. It was in the yeah. news. It was sure. like very, very unusual. So we haven't had sun, I would say almost in like five or six months. Seriously. At all. Like I'm wearing jorts today. I know Natalie has her legs out, and I was like, oh, what are those? <laughs> I've never seen legs in my life. Like, <laughs> you know, the minute the sun came out, I was like, if I'm in jorts, I'm so fucking happy. I'm, I'm so, so happy. happy. I don't even know where my jean shorts are. Oh, God. I've w- The first day of jort season for me is like, I mean, it should have been It's March. like Easter Sunday or something. Oh, wow. Like when Jesus comes back. Oh, oh. You know? The legs That's, hath, isn't that Jesus? Yeah, or, hath yeah, risen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he hath risen. Or, yeah, my shorts risen. are back. The shorts are back. <laughs> Same They're back thing. on. But Natalie is asking because I found, you know the brand Ollie, how they have a, literally a gummy for absolutely anything? Everything. Well, I found one called Happy Days that was a vitamin D and saffron Supplement, because I guess saffron helps with, like, serotonin. Oh, okay. And then vitamin D, obviously, sun. Um, I take two every day. You know what? I do think I've been happier. Okay. You know what I don't... I think I've decided I'm definitely happier, like, less seasonally depressed. But it doesn't help the anxiety. My anxiety is still at the same level. Right. But I'm happy. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, that is good to know. Happy and anxious. Yeah. So hey, I, I it's need... better than anxious and like <laughs> really hating everything. Yeah. So I need I have happy days and I need calm days too. I'm sure they've got that. Happy and calm days. Happy and calm. Then I'll be good because I feel kind of jacked, like jazzed up right now. Me too. Like I feel like I'm like not okay. Yeah, same. Um, <laughs> same. Yeah. Okay, cool. I don't know why. No, me neither. No reason. Um, yeah. So thank you for asking. Are you taking any? What do you take? Well, right now I'm taking, oh my God. What? I am taking, I'm drinking the grossest fucking tea. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You've ever had in your entire life. Because, you know, I've been going to acupuncture with my favorite people in the entire world, Dr. Linda and Dr. Kevin. And every so often they're like, they'll hand me these little packets of tea. And I drink them for like five days straight or something. And the first one that I got was disgusting. Mm-hmm. This next one that I got, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. It tastes like burnt wood that's been like blended with crickets or some crazy shit. It's so bad. The thing is, too, it's the packaging is is written in different language. You actually have no idea what's in it. I have no, yeah, I no idea what it is. <laughs> I know. But the taste is so bad. And I told Dr. Linda, she's like, how are the teas? And I was like, so, so <laughs> gross, disgusting, but they work. Oh, really? She was laughing. Oh, she thought that was so funny. I'm like, I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a joke, they Dr. Are Linda. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, I've had those. I've had the packets. I don't know which one I've had. <sighs> Because I can't read them. Right. But they I look ha- the same. They all look the same. Yeah, they're like physical packets full of liquid. Yeah. I've never seen that before. Yeah. <laughs> and I really like that. I don't, It's so easy. It's so easy. You just it's cut the like packet open, you drink it, but oh my God. Those actually are so helpful. Like, I have immediate changes in my ailments when they like, hit me with those More teas. energy. This one was... I was having a lot of, like, weird stomach stuff where, like, I was super nauseous, but then, like, really bloated, but, like, no appetite. Like, weird, just weird. Like, not normal. 
And so I told him that, and, you know, she hit me with all the needles. And then she's like, all right, also take these teas. I was feeling way better, like, the next day. But I was having all those problems for, like, four solid days where I was like, something's wrong. Then that's when I tried to get in with Corinne's stomach doctor. I know. I'm going to stop recommending you doctors. I've realized none of mine take insurance. Only the two. Just the two. Okay. Well, I have others. But I will say, the one that you can't get into is the ultimate best. He's the best. Oh, no, I can't. Oh, I can get in. It's just, do I want to pay him $900? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I, yeah. there's no way I pay him that, though. I, there's no way. That's I feel I mean. like I pay him, like, $200. If it was $200, I would have been there last week. He said $900. It's $900. Well, but, I'm doing an you know. endoscopy with him soon. And that's probably covered by insurance. <clears throat> I think it is. But his and office visits are not. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I also did an MRI with him. But yeah, you guys, if you're listening to this, maybe this is a good announcement to consider if you have weird stomach things to get a colonoscopy and endoscopy because yes. colon cancer is hitting people a lot younger a lot younger. Way younger. Yeah. Alarmingly. Yeah. So. As maybe some of you know, I had a good friend of mine who passed away last year from colon cancer at 28. And so because of him, because of Nico, I'm getting an endoscopy because I have chronic nausea. Yep. I'm always on the verge of vomiting at all times. Yep. At all times. And so I'm like, this isn't normal. I was going to potentially get a colonoscopy, but I'm scared. It's scary. It's really that I don't want to drink the tea. I don't want to drink the magnesium and shit my brains out for oh, a night. Oh, right. Yeah. That sounds really bad. I know, but I'm like, I got to do it. If he's already putting me under and sticking a camera down my throat, might as well go up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, though. <laughs> honestly, if I'm already out, I know. Say less. And it's just like all because I don't want to have to shit my brains out for one night. <sighs> I mean, it's pretty bad. I never want to do that SIBO test ever again because the day before you do the SIBO test, you have to eat, like, the grossest shit in the universe. Oh, yeah. The, it's like the plain chicken and rice. Plain chicken and nothing. I'm like, I'm going to actually jump <laughs> off of a bridge. It's really, it's really gross. It's so disgusting that I'm like, I don't care if I have SIBO ever again. <laughs> I don't need to know. I'm not taking I the test. I won't do it. I'm not taking the test. But also, this is a good, on the colonoscopy thing and the colon cancer thing, it's also... Most of our listeners are girlies, but this is really very prevalent in men, in men, in young men. So if you've got brothers or boyfriends. I made Joe get a colonoscopy last year. And, and he had polyps. Yeah. He had precancerous polyps. And he's he 29. just turned 30. Yeah. And at the time, yeah, he's 29. So it's like, it, had he not done that and he had gotten a, a col- the colonoscopy when you're supposed to at 45... That would have been not precancerous. No, say that. Yes. So hey, you might need to tell your your man's or your dad or your brother or any any man. And you know what I realize? Men do have like weird. I, I've been asking. This is this is not related to colonoscopies, but they kind of are. I, I've been asking Joe. I go, why do men take so long in the bathroom? Why? Okay, because I'm like, not to be gross or anything, but like if I have to go to the bathroom, it's very quick in and like, out. It doesn't take very long. Like, it's either yeah, happening or it's not happening. Hour. I'm like, why are you guys in there for... My dad is in the bathroom <laughs> for three 
four hours. I'm going. That's why he's late. <laughs> always. If you're sitting on the toilet that long, go to the hospital. But also, <laughs> I'm always wondering, don't their ass cheeks hurt from sitting on a cold seat for like three I'm not fucking trying to, hours? I'm not trying to be in there like that. I don't long. understand. So I've asked Joe because Joe doesn't take that long, but maybe he takes 15 minutes. There. I'm like, that's so, so long. Long. And I'm going, so I've been asking him, I'm like, what are you doing in there? And he goes, I don't know. I've asked him this question multiple times. And at first he goes, I don't know, maybe sometimes I get distracted and I'm on my phone. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And then I asked him again recently. And he goes, I don't know, sometimes it just takes a while. And I'm like, if it's taking 15 minutes, it's not supposed to happen. Why did you get the idea to go try in the first place? It's just, I don't know if anyone else experienced that, but men take forever. And I'm like, what is happening? What is happening? It's a big mystery. I've always wondered. Okay, I don't think we've talked about this either because obviously why would we? (laughs) But I learned something about men. Oh, no. I've told you this. Oh, I know what you're going to say. That they shit themselves twice a year. Oh, no. (laughs) I don't know what I thought you were going to say, but it was not. That yeah, twice a, is that an average? Yes, I started questioning a, a lot of people of all ages, and I said because I started realizing men will talk about how they like shit their pants as an adult, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know any women like I've never been like, oh my god, I shit my pants like it just hasn't happened to me. I'm sure it happened, you know. Yeah, but this is like kind of a regular occurrence for men, and so I started asking, and I'm like, how many times? Do you shit your pants a year? And almost all of them said, like, um, like maybe two. Two times a year? Yes. So if you're listening to this and you need, you are dating a guy and he's like not treating you well and you need to get over him, you need to get the ick. That man (laughs) shat his pants twice last year. He shit his pants. No way. (laughs) Shit? That's just, yes. I mean, I do think there is like, there is a, (laughs) There is something there to say with the whole colon cancer of it all. I mean, there maybe there is something going on in the a male American diet that they're that that's not normal. Well, then I was listening to armchair expert like a couple weeks ago, and Dax Shepard said like, you know what's so interesting is like dudes just shit themselves all the time, and he's like, why why do dudes do that and women don't? So I'm like, so th- is this commonly known that these dudes are just shitting their pants? I have pants? asked Joe. Okay, so that's so funny because I've also asked Joe if he's ever shit himself. And he, <laughs> he probably did twice last year. He told me, he's ne- he said maybe there was one time. And I go, maybe there was one time. You would know. You'd remember. No. So maybe he's not being fully truthful about his experience. I would. I will ask him when I get home again. Because they're like f- adults. I have to like, ask if him I again. knew that, if I had shit my pants... I would know. Yeah, you can't say, well, maybe, maybe. once. Maybe. Like, you wouldn't, it would be like, uh, especially if it only happened once. <laughs> right. It would be a That'd memorable be alarming. <laughs> a memorable I'm, event. I know. Very. Some <laughs> may say traumatizing. So. Some may say traumatizing. So. Yeah. It shouldn't be something you, you brush off your shoulder. Yeah. Like, oh, like, maybe <laughs> once. I. Oh, did I just shit my pants? I don't know. <laughs> Blip on the radar. What? Okay, this is something I definitely need to investigate further. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, maybe I will say me and Jeff reached the level of the, our relationship where I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing in there? You can ask. Well, it's funny too because like I was telling my cousin this and she's like, I don't think so. And then she asked her husband and her son and they both were like, yeah, like twice a year. 
I've got to know. I know. I've got to. I want to. I, I wonder if I could ask my guy friends and they would be like, what the fuck? I don't know <laughs> if they would tell me. I have to get them drunk or something. Very interesting. Okay, now should we move into <laughs> Anyway, um, what was the game we're playing? Would you rather? Oh, would you rather? Oh no, no. Let's. Oh, sorry, we're so discombobulated. We have to rate our drink. Oh, who's hum. our hottie? Who's our hottie? Oh yeah, yeah. We, we don't have a hottie planned either. Mm, mm, mm. Um. <laughs> oh, can, I have one. Oh, okay. The internet's baby daddy, Pedro <gasps> Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Duh. Oh my god, this man. I started watching Narcos the other day. I've never seen it. <laughs> So hot. Really? Yeah. I finally get it. Because, you know, he's all over my For You page. He's all over mine. And I'm like, yeah, he's hot. Like, okay. Once I started watching Narcos, I'm like. He's kind of like goobery to me. Yeah. Yeah, he is. But in Narcos, he's like hot. Oh, okay. So I he's like him in, in like the 70s clothes with like, he's like smoking and he's like an undercover cop. He's like an undercover Yeah, He's fine. Okay. Anyways, so the the and well, don't get too attached because he does shit his pants twice a year. <laughs> Thank you for the reminder. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, okay. So the hum probiotic kombucha, uh, strawberry blossom. One to Pedro Pascal. So here's the thing. I typically don't really like kombucha, but I do like this. I like it. It is making me a little burpy. I will say. I keep like. I think it's typical. It's carbonated. Yeah. You know. I'd give it an eight. I'll give it a nine. Oh my god! Like I would get this again. I would get this again too. Totally. So eight and a half out eight of Pedro. Half, yes, eight and a half out of Pedro. Love that. All right, this is the part of the episode where we play a little wrap up game, and this week it's Would You Rather? Would you rather? Would you rather? I have mine. I wrote it down because oh I was like, god. "This is pretty good. Like this is hard." Damn it. Is it, like, specific to me? No. Oh, okay. okay. Just, like, how tough. Okay. Are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. Would you rather never be able to travel outside of the country ever again or never have access to the internet ever again? You can either never go on the internet or never leave the country. Uh, never leave the country. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, but it's like I can't experience a lot of the world. Like the Through there's the like internet. you know pros and cons of the internet, but one of the great things is that it's like people who could never even like conceptualize things outside of their own experience are able to experience that. There and America is beautiful. I could go to Hawaii. I could go to Alaska. Oh right. I could go. I guess I was thinking you can never really get on air. Like you you can't. Oh, like leave the country. Like, you're landlocked. Oh, okay. So I feel like Hawaii and Alaska might oh. be out. Oh, okay. Well, that Because I was like, what? The Ooh. continental United States. <sighs> There's still 48. Yeah, Late, no, I, I, I think I would choose that. I feel extremely yeah. isolated. I couldn't even book a flight. I know. If I wanted to go out of the country without the internet. Oh, shit, you're right. Yes. There's only one travel agent left in the entire world, and it's Crystal. <laughs> it's Crystal. <laughs> Okay. Oh, this is interesting. Oh, I don't know what I would want. Oh, maybe I would. Would you rather be locked for a week in a room that's overly bright or Ugh. totally dark? Ah, oh, shit. Totally dark. I think you would regulate to the bright. 
I don't think for for me, I think if I was in a it's too stimulating and then if I can't sleep, if I'm in a dark space, you could just sleep for that week. I can just like and when I'm awake, I can kind of like imagine things like start to hallucinate. Well, no, it's sort of like, you know, when you like when people say, oh, like envision or imagine people close their eyes because it's dark and mm-hmm. it kind of gives you like a canvas. But if it's bright as hell, I'm like, I don't think my brain can work. Like, I think I could like imagine myself a movie or something mm-hmm. to pass the time. Yeah. In a completely dark room. It's like, but why are you even in the room to begin with? You know what I mean? <sighs> that's like solitary concern. confinement. That's confusing. Yeah. Oh, this is also another good one. Can I ask you this one? Yes. Would you rather never eat Christmas cookies again or never eat Halloween candy again? Never eat Christmas cookies. Oh. Okay. Uh, you know, I love candy. You love candy, but then I, I feel like you like candy. you like like a good gluten-free Christmas cookie. I like Chef Megan Mitchell's <laughs> one shortbread cookie recipe, gluten-free. It is the best thing in the whole world. And we do make them every year. And we will but, be making them again. But the the, the Halloween candy. Yeah. Oh, we talked about this. You said that you're more of a an Easter candy. I'm more of girl. an Easter candy girl, but you know, I still love Halloween candy. Yeah. I love any holiday that has candy attached to it. Which is yeah. actually most. <laughs> which is kind of most. Valentine's Day. I think that's probably the worst one, honestly, because it's all chocolate. Yeah, it is very it's chocolate. Like, yeah, very chocolatey, which is like fine. But I want something like candies. Yeah. You like a good gummy. Yeah. Candy really is one of the... Um, a love language. It's just like something that makes me extremely happy for no reason. No. Like I love candy. Makes me so happy. Oh, have you seen the guy on TikTok who's been rebranding like unhealthy things as healthy? No. Oh my God. It's so interesting. But it's like basically how like consumerism, like you can make anything sound healthy by packaging. And so he took Sour Patch Kids and he redid the whole bag, but kept it truthful. So you wrote like gluten-free, like big gluten-free. Oh yeah. And he wrote mood boosting. And he's like, well... You do you, is mood boosting. It is. I fucking love Star Trek. Yeah, at the and, movie. Oh, it makes me so excited. Yeah, and it was so interesting because it was like this is how we're all fooled by packaging because I can write all these things. They're all true. It's legal. This the colors of the bag, the way the font is, and that yeah. looks healthy. Plot twist. Plot twist. But anyways, you guys. Well, that was another one of our shooting the shit, just hanging out, literally shooting the shit, literally episode. shooting <laughs> the shit. two shits a year. Yeah. <laughs> You guys, if you want more of these episodes, let us know, and we'll keep doing them. They're easy for us. We love it. And we love you, and we'll be back next week with another episode. Bye.